This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back to The Morning Beat. This next conversation is a bit tricky uh, and and just a bit of a trigger warning. Um, there is uh, a lot of sadness in this, this story, but I think it's important that we talk about this. Uh, because here at Channel Q, there isn't an issue that we... Um, that we're willing to shy away from if it can help our community. So there's a man uh, in Texas by the name of Brian Peterson uh, who recently died by suicide uh, days after he was released from jail following his arrest. Well, he'd been arrested. Uh, by the way, he was a school teacher in Texas. Um, he was arrested for the solicitation of a minor. Uh, and this all took place through the popular app Grindr. Uh, keep in mind, uh, consent in the age of Eric, consent uh in Texas, this is the age of 17, um, right? And he, and initially, this young man that he was talking to on there told him he was 17, uh, then went on to say that he was 14 years old, right? Well, according to this man's family, who has a note from him after his suicide, uh, he was under the impression it was a joke, there was some role-playing taking place, uh, and this person he was talking to on the other end was just pretending to be young. Right. And they're saying that information they have from his suicide note uh, will exonerate him to make this more complicated. uh, That person who was either 17 or 14, whatever, was actually a full grown man and a police officer. It was part of a sting operation. So we thought we'd bring on attorney Paula Canny to talk about the legalities of all of this. Thank you so much, Paula, for joining us. Um, This is tricky because... uh, on one hand, you always want to protect children, right? You want to think, like, we got to keep our kids safe. And there are online predators, certainly, you know, all over the place to be aware of. And then on the other hand, we hear stories time and time again of police officers and sting operations sort of targeting gay men in particular on social apps like this. Uh, mm-hmm. His family says this note will exonerate uh, their loved one. Uh, legally speaking, what sort of action can they take? Is there a precedent for this? Uh, is the, are police officers are allowed to just sort of at will go on and target gay men and pretend to be something that they're not? Like what? Legally speaking, talk us through this. Well, legally speaking, like all things legal, it, it's complicated, and so the age of the internet has made this super complicated because the reality of it is we don't really know who we're talking to on internet sites and social media sites and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the history of this kind of law enforcement conduct, you know, goes back decades. And you, it, what it used to be is law enforcement would go to 
you know, rest stops or there's a place in San Mateo County, the rest stop at Unipercera, where, you know, the cops would like try to troll to entice people to solicit them to do a sex act and then they'd arrest them. And the thing that is devastating, you know, about this, if convicted of any act of these kinds of solicitation and the like, it generally requires sex registration and all these collateral consequences. Like this guy, if he would have been convicted of this crime, he would have been required to register as a sex offender under Texas law. He would have lost his job. You know, his life would be horrible. On the, so that's terrible if he really is soliciting little boys to have sex. But that's not what this was. So the rules are complicated, but uh, the defense to the act is, well, there would be two defenses. One, mistake of fact. He actually thought that the person was over the age of 17. Or two, there is a, a term called entrapment. And entrapment refers to a situation where a normally law-abiding person is induced to commit a crime that he or she otherwise would not have committed. And it basically addresses overbearing law enforcement, you know, conduct. And so I I actually don't think that this, I do think it is entrapment, but I also think that the, uh, the man who killed himself believed that he was talking to somebody over the age of 17. But yeah, law enforcement does this all the time. And it's crazy in the pandemic in the last year, I've, I've been contacted by three or four different people who have been solicited online in very similar types of things. They go on Grindr, they're trying to, you know, meet somebody, blah, blah, blah. And then the, this is, this scenario happens all the time. So they'll think that they're talking to to somebody 18 because the age of sex consent in California is 18. And then just when it comes time to, like, they're going to meet, then the person will say, I'm underage or I'm 15 or I'm 14, but I'm, you know, mature and come meet me because uh, the cops want the person to come and meet them and then they're going to arrest them for, you know, the effort to engage in and underage sex. So, so I, I mean, then on the other hand, I've also done cases where a kid is preyed upon by a, you know, pedophile and ends up hooking up with some, you know, 40-year-old guy at the age of 15 and then is a is a mess because of that too. So, so it's super complicated. I mean, sort of my advice would be I would never if anybody said that they were under the age of 17 or 18, no matter what, even if you thought they were playing, I'd say see ya and get off the phone because if it's the cops, it's a trap, and if it isn't the cops, it's a crime. So I just wouldn't ever put myself in that kind of risk. That would be my advice, and that that people should be mindful that the police are actively trolling and engaging, trying to you know, catch people that probably aren't, you know, attempting to commit a crime. Mm. Um, you know, I grew up in a time where, you know, ASL was a, a thing, age, sex, location, and the chat rooms, and I was 13, and I look back now, and I'm like, that was incredibly inappropriate, especially 
the conversations of men reaching out to me. You know, it's so I see how that all is. I think what bothers me, you know, we've even watched influencers like James Charles just completely lose their career for speaking to men who were 17, although he was only 19 at the time or 20 at the time. I think where the story is difficult for us is that he it just it sort of feels like they're trying to, you know, they call it like bag a F word like you can, you know, here it's a slur that is often used and um, it feels sort of like it was a malicious attack on like a gay man. Does he have any defense in that? Well, I mean, uh, the, first of all, because he committed suicide, the criminal case has to be dismissed. I doubt that the family has a meaningful meaningful recourse, but I think that you make a really good point, which is that what I've witnessed in law enforcement over the last 30, 40 years uh, as I've done this stuff is that police aren't trolling for guys preying on young girls, or they're not trolling for women preying on young boys. They're trolling for uh, men on boys. So there is definitely a, uh, you know, a pre, uh, you know, they're going after gay people as opposed Mm. to straight people. Because it ought to be equally offensive if some guy's trying to ha- cook up with some girl 14 or 15, but that's not their target. Their target is, is gay people, and that's, that's pretty crazy. And, and if you think about it, uh, in the state of California, really everywhere in the United States, the laws as it relates to how you – well, I have this thing. So in, in California – uh, if you have oral sex, if I'm 19 and I have oral sex with somebody 17, I have violated penal code section, you know, 288 uh, A or C. And so if I'm convicted of that, even if it's totally consensual, uh, I would have to re- register as a sex offender. It's a, fe- it's a felony. But if I am 19 and I have sex with my boyfriend, heterosexual sex, that's statutory, and that's only a misdemeanor and doesn't require sex registration. So even the existing criminal laws as to what requires sex registration is really homophobic and unfair, because that's insane if you think about it. Full-blown sex doesn't re- or, or heterosexual intercourse doesn't require sex registration, but oral sex does mm. in, in an age different of 19 and 17. That's and just, so uh, the mm. legislature, and years ago I did a case with a you know, little baby dyke, 19, and her 17-year-old girlfriend, and they were having oral sex and, you know, having good lesbian sex. And so the 17-year-old's mother called the cops. The cops came. They each confessed. They said, we love each other so much. And the 19-year-old got arrested, and her bail was like a million dollars because they stacked the charges of each time they'd had oral sex. I mean, that's insane. But if it would have been a 19-year-old and a 17-year-old having a lot of intercourse, their bail would have been like $5,000. 
So, I mean, I've been working on that issue for, you know, 20 or 30 years, and it isn't as bad. I mean, the best part about the Olympics was that everybody was like, oh, look at Megan Rapinoe and, and Sue Bird kissing. So now it's sort of in vogue, but, you know, as it relates to the criminal justice system, it's still super antiquated and unfair as it relates to gay people. Well, Paula Kenny, we could talk to you forever on this. We appreciate you joining us, and we look forward to talking with you again soon. Okay, I hope so, and I'm so sorry for that guy's family. And I know. It's I just know. super sad. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 